Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. It's time for episode 660 of Who Charted, the show where comedians discuss the top five songs and movies of the week. Congratulations, you have reached Checkpoint well, September. By the time we process this episode, it will be September. Congratulations, it's also SAG Strike Summer. And I'm your host, H. Michael Cray, a.k.a. Chart Linklater, Howard Kramer. And with me, as always, Brett, Peter, BPM, Morris, a.k.a. Starred. What's up, Starred? What's up? I'm going to start this episode with a tiny, a tiny extra tech note, which is just I want you to turn down that scarlet like one, one little notch. Whoa. You always get louder on the intro and then I hear when you're peaking. Oh, I see. So you're talking about the one all the way to the left by the yeah, mic the gain, input. The gain knob, yeah. That I just brought it from about nine to seven. Maybe split the difference there, but it's better. Go back up to eight? Yeah. Okay. Thank you, sir. Leave it there? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, Who charted? charted. <clears throat> so I went to uh, SoFi over the weekend. Oh yeah, and, you uh, went to uh, the Metallica show. The Metallica show, yeah, and it was the first and, uh, time seeing SoFi, even being there. Wow! And was it also your first time seeing Wolfie? Did you get to see? Wolfgang? I did. I skipped Wolfgang like, uh, like almost as if it was intentional, and I it wasn't intentional. I That's just insane. Took so the fucking only, long to get there. The only reason I know about it is yeah. because the uh, the uh, the grocer at the supermarket. He's into music. Actually, our guest knows him when we bring her in. This guy, <laughs> I, I said to him something about Van Halen, and then he goes, oh, I said I saw him with Wolfie, and then he goes, I'm actually going to see Wolfie. And then yeah. I realized, oh, he was opening for Metallica. Um, yeah, Phil's disrespectful, especially after all, you know, we've we've poked Wolfie here on the show in the past. Yeah. And uh, no disrespect meant, but also I wasn't too bummed that I missed it. If Roth went to the show, he showed up for Pantera. He skipped Wolfie probably. Here's the craziest thing about the show, though. I was in the men's bathroom line and right next to me, you know, I'm in just the like, you know, coach class, you know, like I'm just in there with the cattle and fucking who's right next to me in the line, Bob Rock, who is the 
the producer of Metallica, like the wow. Black Album. He's the guy who like changed their entire trajectory, yeah. and made them like the biggest band on the earth. But he the, he was famously wow. dropped by them after you know some kind of monster and all that. And I'm like, wow, they put you in just like the, the peasant class. You guys he has to go to the bathroom. Me. You expect me not to talk when you're talking about standing in line next to Bob Rock in oh, the yeah. shitty seats of fucking yeah. sofa? All right. You I'm supposed to sit gentlemen. here. I'm supposed to just sit here idly while you're talking about running into Bob in Rock. I wanted you, you to load up. Ladies I wanted you to load up your heat, you know, so you come out. <laughs> Ladies come and gentlemen. On. Believe it or not, it's not Brooks Wheelan blowing format. <laughs> Today's guest. <laughs> Give it up. For her, you know her from her other programs, including Griff Tours and uh, other things. Give it up for Megan Beth Keister. Give it up for Bob Rock, producer Bob of Rock's Veruca Salt's Six Arms to Hold You. Oh, album. did he produce that one? He did produce wow. the Veruca Salt sellout album. She, he did, yeah. Is that what you so insisted on adding in? <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. by the way, this don't is forget the information. Veruca Salt credit. This is yeah. the information the listeners crave. This is why they were begging for me to come back on the program. Yeah, it's just okay, so funny delusion. because he's such a controversial figure for Metallica fans, like yeah. in Metallica history known by some fans as the one who sold them out a little bit. Right. But then, uh, you know, other fans respect him and he did a lot for them, obviously. But then it's just insane to see him in the same line as the rest of us. Like, wow, what a brutal... That is. Uh, Did he outcast. like the sound of your urine hitting the thing? Was he like, wow, I really <laughs> yeah. like that. You got he something. He turned there. up the bass. Yeah. 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 So he, he added he the bass back in it. Fly he was like, Canada. He was like, Tommy Lee sounded like that back in 87. I gave Strong him Strong stream, buddy. Good or, job. <laughs> the, cra- the funny thing, too, is we tried it. We were, uh, me and my friend Cyrus were debating whether to ask him for a picture outside of the bathroom, of course. Yeah. And uh, when he came back out... And we were still debating whether it was really him or not, but he's so like, he looks like some weird, uh, like foreign entity or something. He was like, we were like, Hey, excuse me, excuse me, Bob, excuse me. And he just walked right past us. Like he, he no. definitely he, heard us. He knew to that you knew who he was, but he didn't he had want to. to be. Right. But he was just like steely eyes. Isn't there a chance his forward. ears are blown out from being around all that <laughs> metal <laughs> and rock and roll all those years? Oh, how, numerically, how many times a year do you think somebody is like, Mr. Rock, can I just acknowledge your presence? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Every, Every day. day. My ass. Come on, man. Well, you don't think he's recognizable enough? I mean, there's a lot of fans know. of his music. He also just kind he of lives looks, in L.A. where a lot of people At this point, especially, he has the long, elven, like, platinum blonde hair. Does he still have, like, the blowout kind of? Yeah. And, yes. But he look. you know, he's aged in a way I, I couldn't even quite recognize. And, like, he just looks like he could be just one of those Sunset Strip guys. Right. Or right. could be Bob Rock, you know? <laughs> so I don't know how many people recognize him. Hey, well, kudos to him for still checking out the bands. Uh, yeah. The up-and-comers. Maybe he was there to work Scout Out Wolfie or something. <laughs> Uh, but uh, great stuff. And you sent me a clip of them doing Whiskey in a Jar by uh, Thin Lizzy. So. Congrats on that. I know, yeah, because we talked about the great Thin Lizzy a lot in the past. Yeah, the great Thin Lizzy. <laughs> and we're here with the great Megan Beth Keister. Hey, Megan, hi. Megan, welcome hey. back to the program. <laughs> Thanks. 
Wait, when you said people were asking for me to come back, was that a lie or is that no, true? People, people love the chemistry. Uh, yeah, I was getting messages. Messages? Where do you get messages? Yeah, I was going to say, on what platform? To, like, when someone comes <laughs> up with a perfectly serviceable line, you don't push further. <laughs> now I got to come up with where I saw the messages. I, uh, you just don't seem like the kind of guy who, uh, you know, reads messages. No. To be completely yeah, this honest. it was live. It was more like, hey, when's Megan coming back? Oh, I heard you guys this week. When's she going to talk about music again? She knows mm -hmm. a lot about Bob Rock. You should have her on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, however, yeah, it came together. I'm so glad that you're here. I'm I'm here to talk about a year and a half uh, in the life of Metallica parts Hell one yeah. and two. Hell yeah, that's the that's the prime. I think is it, is it year and a half? It might be a year and a half of Metallica part year and one. a half in the life. Yeah. Is that is that the one where it's it's one of my favorite quotes of all time? It's like Jason Newstead is saying, uh, "A lot of people accuse Metallica of selling out." Yeah. Oh yeah. Metallica sells out every seat of every show we play. Yeah, every night. Every night, or Ooh, like every wow, night of the year. like wow, the unmitigated damn. gall of this fucking yeah. Quote, Nothing cool. beats though in some kind of monster when fucking <laughs> Lars is having an existential crisis at Bimbo's while they're watching Echo Brain, which is just yes. Newstead's new project. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Metallica's the past, Echo Brain's the future. Yeah, <laughs> he was scared that Echo Brain was gonna take over. Yeah, because everybody was fucking st all fourteen people at Bimbo's were yeah. stoked on Echo Brain. That's so they would have been thirteen. <laughs> My favorite moment of that documentary, which was so hard for me to watch. But my favorite moment by far is when Lars is playing his dad, yeah, like new Metallica material, and his dad is this old-looking like Danish wizard. Oh yeah, yeah. And the yeah. dad's listening in like very deeply, considering the new material, and then he goes, "I think you should delete that." <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Have you the ever just ultimate father son I mean, slam? Yeah, I guess you probably have because you actually went and saw them live. Have you listened to Saint Anger? They play that. It was a funny thing. Yes, I have listened to it, and they did play it's an incredible album. One song off of it live, and uh, wait, which Hetfield, one? Hetfield goes. He goes. We're about to play a song off your favorite album. And then they go, <laughs> they go through it. He was very self-deprecating the whole time. But uh, uh, I don't know. It's the one that he always repeats a lot of Asian words. He's he's always going like temptation, oh, desolation. I think it's called temptation, yeah. Oh, is it that one? That's his favorite lyrical move. Is all those words the owl syndication? But you <laughs> like this album, Megan? No, I I like it as a document because every yeah. member of the band is playing a different song at the same time. <laughs> it's like the shags. It's such a trend. It's, it's so like the shags bad. philosophy of the world of metal. It's like yeah. there's no cohesion at all. Every song is like yeah. eight fucking minutes and nobody's yeah. on the same page. It's, it's also incredible. a band that has uh, they've they've gotten obviously complete control at that point of their entire career and what they yeah. do with that album. And they do not know how to edit themselves. So none of the songs have a single edit that they should have made. Where Correct. It's just they're all like nine minutes oh, it's like long. like a Judd Apatow They movie. repeat <laughs> things 90 <laughs> times. Apatow, <Yeah>. <laughs> the new metal, the new album from Metallica. <laughs> yeah, it's like a sketch video from 2009. Nobody knows where to finish the bit. <laughs> they were so good, though. I got to say, they were so good. I've seen them probably a dozen times. 
and they sound amazing these days. They yeah. uh, they sound better than I've seen them in the past. I should have gone. I right on. This was at Cantor's. Where was where was the venue? <laughs> SoFi. <clears throat> SoFi. Oh yeah, SoFi. Dude, SoFi. Damn. I was told, um, you know, it's super nice and it's just the best venue. It is very clean, but it is a fucking airport. It is so huge. It's like the biggest place I've ever oh, been in. Okay. It feels like you're in. This is how we're gonna live on Mars. Like is an it indoor city. Like an airport it's like a biodome. Is it impersonal or did they do a good job even though it's sizable? I guess they did a good job, but there's about there's about 10 checkpoints you got to go through just to even like find your seat. Like you're showing people your tickets on your phone oh, you know, five or six times. There's like three different escalators are going on. <laughs> there's all there's just it's just huge. It is huge. Bureaucratic cluster yeah. fuck. Yeah, it's a biodome. Mm. But it's better that's than what form. they said about the Titanic. A lot of the uh, <laughs> alt visitors, but um, <laughs> yeah. we'll see if this lasts a bit longer. All right, hey, uh, let's get into this music chart. But first, yeah, let me wrap the history of recorded music. Music. We used to play LPs, 8-tracks, cassettes, and CDs. Now we download and we stream. What's next, chat GTP? Dudes. <laughs> By the way, chat GTP, I was thinking about it. GPT. GPT, I'm going to write that down. Pause to write. Um, Pause to write. So during the week, I said to start, hey, give me some lyrics for a song about blah, 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 oh, blah. Yeah. And he inundated the shit out of me. I mean, there was more than I even wanted to edit after a certain point. I mean, it was after 30 seconds. Like, it is, without a doubt, uh, has changed the face of creativity forever. Yeah, at least in terms of uh, Sparks. You know, like idea generation. Although I did find very funny about your text to me that, you know, me as a musical collaborator with you, someone who has written even some some fine lines of lyrics myself of, of your songs in the past, you just go, hey, <laughs> hey, write into chat GPT like some lyric ideas uh, for this concept, skipping over uh, my brain there. Oh, that was funny because the first few suggestions he gave me were just his own suggestions. He, are yeah. we are we gender gendering the chat GPT right now? No, here? no. Now I'm talking about. Oh, okay, right. okay let's start. I thought <laughs> you were talking about the robot. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. the The first few answers that he Brett sent back to me, I was like, these aren't the machine. Like these yeah. are his answers. And I was thinking it'd be funny a guy who makes believe chat GTP yeah. gave yeah. him all that stuff. <laughs> if I was too lazy to even go to the website. <laughs> or like he, he charges people because they don't know how to use GTP. Yeah. But then he just like he goes, yeah, I came up with this great one. What do you think? You should put it in there. I had to, uh, you know, I had to think of a couple myself, just my own self, like dignity is on the line at that point. Yeah. Like if I can't even think of a couple. Yeah, no, but the, yours were actually better than the computers. Computers just came up with way more, but so certainly many. enough for a whole song. So that was great. Yeah. Uh, but what chart do we have this week? 
I thought we could go back to the iHeart Country Radio chart. Oh, nice. right on. And uh, maybe we'll have some quizzes uh, for Megan to be involved in. Exactly. <laughs> are they Megan, about America, we, the country that I'm from and I love that I drive well, around? They are, my they are by way of music. What we do is a lot of times guess what country songs are going to be about from their title. Oh, perfect. And, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Bring it on. All right. So coming in at number five. Number five. This is Thomas Rhett with Angels. Have we? We heard won't this guess one? this. It's not enough yeah. of a title. <laughs> <laughs> we won't I, guess I, it. I mean, angels. I mean, it's not even a turn of a, phrase. I should, I'm gonna. I'll. Yeah, I'll do a guess. guess. I'll do a okay. guess. Yeah. It, it's about uh, people who work in healthcare. Wow! Oh, they save, save lives. Good, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I would say it's about. He never saw a real angel. Because they never come to the bar where he's at, but this one walked right into the bar where he drinks. Mm. There's a plurality of angels, though, is the thing. No, I'm saying it's a girl that he's calling an angel. No, but it's uh, okay. angels, not angel. You know what I yeah, mean? But he'll be saying, like, angels never come to where I okay. drink right. my blood. Oh, uh, yeah. See, yeah, see, I have, a, I have a feeling maybe it's about his daughter. Like, wow. he had a... He had a he, he busted a class. I never believed in angels before. Oh, okay. Like okay. Now, now he can't be sexist because he has a daughter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That. That's what's up. <laughs> okay. Right Good on. Hey, yeah. Okay, here we go. Never thought of that. Open tuning. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk to God like you always tell me I should. Don't live my life every day like you prayed that I would. Need Eddie right there to throw in some notes. Yeah, I'm a mess of a man. But lessons to learn. You're the last thing on earth I deserve. You should have I think mm-hmm. I'm closest on that one. If I do, yeah, face it's basically. Is yeah, he talking he, to a human or is he talking to Jesus? He's talking to the a woman, woman saved him. So, a woman that he know, treats like shit. She's an angel. Yeah, yeah. She's saintly because she lets him, uh, you know, wears boots in bed or whatever the fuck. I thought he was talking to us, your angels, for letting this song play this long. <laughs> I listen to country all the time. I never listen to anything like that more than 10 seconds. I mean, they really just, in a world in which I thought you're supposed to get to the get to the nut immediately because of Spotify mm-hmm. and shit, they really yeah. dragged it out. Yeah, that it's guy was yeah. more long-winded than usual. Well, it's the same form as all the others. He just stretched it, it out. It was too slow of a BPM. BPM. Yeah. yeah. Mm. It's like he, uh, you know, when you're che- when you're like a kid having to write a paper and you just enlarge the font. Yeah. Right. It's like the same <laughs> amount of words. I'm with you on that. <laughs> uh, well, that was number five. All right. Coming in at number four. Number four. <laughs> Kane Brown. Kane with a K. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, this I've is Kane Brown. I've seen a he actually sent a couple. Uh, there was a uh, a chartist and a grift jockey who sent a couple boxes to me of Kane Brown cereal. Mm-hmm. Um, he is, <laughs> he's got he his is, own cereal. Kane he's Crunch is cereal. that what it was? What was it called? It was Kane Crunch. And this is oh, a guy God. who was kind of doubted by the main establishment, but just kept on doing live shows, live shows, live shows, and won over oh, okay. uh, a following. All right. Well, the song title is Bury Me in Georgia. Pretty self-explanatory. Uh, yeah. Uh, this one to me. Is I'll let you guys other, go first. Any other <laughs> angle he might, he might pull here. I mean, because I'll let one of you take the low-hanging fruit if you if Oh, you like, like his it. his wife's name is Georgia? Is that what you oh, mean? Oh, saying he wants to bang oh, yeah. her. He wants to plow Bury her out. Is that, her? I mean, that's not uh, No, he, want, he wants to be buried together. Maybe, maybe he has got- Regardless if she's dead or not. Bury oh, okay. me in Georgia? Maybe yeah. Georgia is a tauntaun. Georgia is his Star Wars tauntaun. He wants to be buried <laughs> inside- <laughs> Well, uh, I'm going to tell you what I think. It's a, to me, it's like a California girls, but with the with the red dirt over there. And uh, <laughs> basically, he's saying, "I've been all over. I've done this. I've done oh, that." Oh, I see bur- what you're saying. Bury me in Georgia. I just want to give a shout out to you for actually attempting to come up with something it could be about. Yeah, isn't that the game? <laughs> I never yeah. knew. With I uh, wish they all could be California girls. I, I'm in my head about that lyric. Like, is he saying, God, I wish all these other girls were just in California too? Or is he saying California girls are just better? I wish all better. of them looked like California girls. They're better. Yeah, oh, better. I've, yeah I've always taken it as. It could be just saying, both ways. No, because the Midwest farmer's daughter, it's like, but it's not hot Seems enough like all Roth year for fine. them. Really- yeah, I mean, you know, it's serviceable, <laughs> but like, yeah. there's a better way, you know what I mean? Yeah. All right, bury me in Georgia. Wow, hell's bells. Is this going to be a uh, Walking Dead thing? Was this Georgia? Like, there we go. Stroke me. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Billy Squire. One hundred percent Billy Squire. Yeah, I think it's just about Georgia. There's no narrative. He's just describing yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's where he wants to be buried. Mm-hmm. I think I might have gotten closest on that one. <laughs> I think I got closest by saying the song is about being buried in Georgia. Because you I'll were tell saying you what, it was that's buried in his wife, Georgia. Oh, well, that was a, that was a joke. Tape. I was I just mean, having fun. Rewind the tape. tape. Rewind the tape and you could tell that I was just having fun. I think we I all know, knew but it's a lot what closer it to be. say I'm saying he wants to be buried in the state of Georgia than you saying he wants to be buried inside his dead wife. <laughs> we were coming up with fan fiction. Right. Clearly, oh, okay. clearly I didn't actually mean that, Kramer. <laughs> oh, okay. You so two nothing. You forgot the game. <laughs> God damn it. So two to nothing. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> I'm you on win a new again. computer today. The sound is a little bit janky. Two nothing wow. is what I'm getting. Okay. 
Coming in at hey, number three. Uh, shout out to Megan. Oh, yeah. She's got a lot of great things going on. <laughs> oh, yeah? Where? Name one. Um. Uh, well, you got that uh, Substack. We're putting out some great writings. I haven't written on it in almost a year. Oh. <laughs> you want me to take that over? I can <laughs> ghostwrite that for you with chat. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get back at it. I'll get back at it. Okay, doke. First, I got to list all these uh, Vogue magazines. Oh, yeah. Ooh, what do you get for those? Bunch of magazines. A lot of money. They do well. Really? They do, I mean, I'm, I've just gone through. Well, I got a bunch of fashion magazines in general from abroad mm-hmm. in Agora of different years. But the I just started getting in the Vogues. We got 90s. We got early 1000s. I got the complete year 2000. Year 2000. The complete I'm looking at the, set. The complete set. Wow. Wow. The whole year. That's 12 issues. The whole year. That's 12 issues. Yeah. 2001. Looks like I got a complete set. 2002. It's popping off over here. I'm just selling these fuckers individually, dude. Right. Like 30, 35 bucks each, dude. 35. Wow. One freak at a time, baby. That must be how Bob Rock felt when Metallica, the black album, started (laughs) just moving units. (laughs) Out the door, baby. Hot Out the door. Out the door. All right, coming in number three. Number three, Jelly Roll. With okay, this guy's a rapper. He rap okay. and he's got tats on his face. So expect a different type of country. Go ahead. Okay. The title is Need a Favor. Need a favor. He's drunk. I'm going to tell to you. Ride home. Mm, I don't know what he needs, but I know he's going to be drunk in it. Needs a drunken favor, okay? Start. Maybe he's saying I, he needs a party favor. Like, like he Coke? needs, uh, like he yeah, he needs some, yeah, exactly. Like it's just straight Whoa. up. Or like maybe some m- meth or something if it's like oh, petrified. Okay. Do they call it doing a bump if you're, do, if you're smoking meth? Or is it just like sure. doing a toke? Know. Folks, write in. Yeah. What's your they email? Do you have Kush. an email address here? I know that. Hootcharted <laughs> at gmail.com. Write what gmail. you say when you want a little bit of meth. Right. Just Let just a know. touch. Just a toke. Yeah. Um, I'm saying need a favor is going to be, his life's going to be in real bad shape. He needs a favor from the Lord. Ooh. Oh, okay. Okay. Here we go. Only talk to God when I need that a favor. That sounds like I got Wow. Wow, you knew this. You must have already heard this. I know the genre. What need a favor? He's gonna be asking for meth. I mean, that's not a country. That's not the way country is. Wow. All right. Man, that sounds exactly like Nickelback or something. Like yeah. something yeah. that sounds mild so- rock. Yeah. Sounds like Uncle Cracker. <laughs> yeah. Meet That's the hilarious. new Uncle Cracker. Yeah, it's Uncle Cracker is sometimes on these country charts. He is? Like that's where his music goes now. It's oh, just that's so the, funny. The rural areas. Damn, dude. Or were they a band or a guy? I, I think it was knew. a, well, first it's a state of mind. Secondly, it's just, it's just a man. <laughs> it's a way of life. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's just immortal. Um, uh, I can't believe there, there are human beings out there who are just like Uncle Cracker's my favorite. Who like think get, about numerically, Uncle there's got to be at least like four. Yeah, for sure. and they're <laughs> yeah. all on a message board together. 
Yeah. <laughs> Nephew Cracker and the three niece. Nephew Cracker. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming in at number two. Number two. Luke Combs with Love You Anyway. Mm. Um, it's just, I think the song's just going to be a neg, basically. He's describing all of these horrible things about his partner, but he loves her anyway. Mm. Plausible. Yeah. Plausible. I think it's an, it's just a neg. The beauty of this game we play is that it's very likely we've heard the song on the charts before, and I just have a complete memory wipe of yeah, it. Yeah, it's one of so those. So I get to just play it again. Yeah, it makes no <laughs> impression. Yeah. Um, love you anyway. Well, I mean, we're on a... We're on a we're on a like Christian streak, so maybe this is another song mm. to God saying like uh, I have all these problems in my life, but I love you anyway. Gotcha, Kramer. I'm gonna say this one's about a woman, and uh, he loves her anyway, and somehow it's gonna be all his fault, but he loves her anyway. All right. What? <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you need clarification? I do, actually. What the fuck are you talking about? The song is called what? Love Love You you Anyway. anyway. Yeah. I'm saying that he's going to be saying to her, even though we've had these problems. Oh, we've had. Okay. I misheard you. I thought you were going to say, but even though he has problems, he still loves her anyway. Okay. But they collectively have problems. Got it. There you go. Got it, got it, got it. you're in a relationship, we're to be, we're to understand. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. All right. If your kids turn me to stone. I'd be a statue standing tall in ancient Rome And if your touch shattered me like glass I'd be in pieces trying to make the breaking last If it took one look to turn my days to night at least I'd have the stars that sparkle in your eyes There's just some things that leave a man no choice Like a compass needle needing its true north Even if I knew the day we met you'd be the reason this heart breaks Sadly, I think Kramer's right. I'm kind of closest on that, but yeah, uh, I think boy, you're that was a lot of convoluted analogies. That was, tough. <laughs> that was hard <laughs> to follow what he was fucking saying. He I wasn't talking to God; he was talking right. to a woman. I think the woman broke sure. his heart, sure. but no way. Even no, if he knew that she would break his heart at the beginning, he'd still be. Yeah, it was like no matter what love. you do to me. I love you anyway. Right. You could turn me to stone. Anyway. Somehow I would be a statue in ancient Rome. I'm hardwired I don't for know. you, baby. <laughs> I don't know how he would get to ancient Rome. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's like, there's just certain problems with his analogies, but. 
He'd just probably go to Buca de Beppo if you got two in Nashville. <laughs> Ancient Rome is kind of like a golden corral, actually. You know, they had all those buffets and everything. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Decadent. Decadent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, right on. Coming in at number one. Number one. John Pardee. Or is it Pardee? Pardee. Your heart or mine. Your heart. Or mine. This could go a lot of ways. Okay. Um, <laughs> Name one. Combustible uh, relationship, and he's calling it. He's calling it like it's going to be either your heart or mine. Mm. There you go. That's uh, that's one right there. Um, your heart or mine. I'm going to guess, just to give you guys a chance at landing one here. <laughs> I don't think I'm right. I'm going to guess these, that the, the daughter, their daughter is sick. She needs a heart operation. It's got to be the mom <laughs> or the dad. <laughs> and the dad's like, I've done a lot for this family. Mm-hmm. We got to decide your heart or mine. Um, I think it's just, I, I, I don't think they're in a relationship yet. I think they're in a bar. And he's, mm, yeah. it's like a your place Ooh. or mine sort of thing, but he's sort of, he's, he's kicking it off basically. Oh, I get it. I like that. Yeah. I think we'll that's see the if most they likely. hook up. We'll see who is right. Here we go. All it takes is a downtown bar. All it takes Whoa. is some neon stars, a little you, a little me. In the same vicinity And it's on Everyone is the first last time Walk away then we hit rewind A little touch A little buzz Don't know what keeps keeping it up Is it your heart or mine Is it whiskey or wine Is it something I think Megan got it Megan you got it Yeah Doesn't that sound well, first of all, for, Megan is from Hollister, California. It is yeah. a bit rural. It is. It sounds Shaking. like he is uh, thrusting at me as he's singing that. Like, I don't <laughs> yeah, like the vibe he has. Like, he's at the end of the bar <laughs> gyrating somehow. He's banging something tonight at maybe you. <laughs> right. Stay off his radar. <laughs> it's 1.48 a.m. Get the fuck out of his way. Doesn't that sound in the chorus a little like that um, song, Bad Habit? That we heard by who? Dun, 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 a bad habit. Oh uh, yeah. Oh yeah. That by one uh, that was all the over guy with last the guitar. Year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it does sound like that. Perhaps it's influencing them down in Nashville. But congrats to all those uh, folks who made the charts, and congratulations to us. For you know what's years. interesting? No Oliver Music Boy or whatever his name is. Like he was all over the country. Oh yeah, charts. Ollie. Oh yeah, the Richmond, North of Richmond, North of Richmond I think thing. Maybe once he they came out, him. once he came out and said he wasn't, uh, you know, uh, affiliated with the right. I think they maybe they bounced him. Yeah, that was a pretty incredible turn there because they were all hyping. It's like him those like dopes no who other. thought, who thought like, "What Rage Against the Machine? They're liberal now." Yeah, <laughs> like exactly. Yeah, thing. it's just yeah. it all happened much faster. They you know? cited him in the Republican debate. Did you see that? 
Yeah. They made all the candidates listen to that song and they were saying, like, took it seriously. Like, this song is capturing the American heart, you know, like, yeah, people across America. What do you have to say about his lyrics? I've never it's seen dark, that before. Man. It's crazy. Fucking crazy. And then, um, it's the new Louie Louie. And then he just comes out and says, I, you know, the song is about you guys. Right. Like, it wasn't that ever for you. I'm, he it was smart of him to wait a few days and let the record sell. Yeah, he came out and said it's not a uh, right wing anthem for the Tea Party guys. It's pretty amazing, but uh, amazing. And then also this week, Eminem had to send a cease and desist because yeah, uh, there was a, a candidate was was rapping. Was he doing Lose Yourself? That guy, what song was he doing? Yeah, I think it was that one. It's always Lose Yourself, but uh, yeah, that guy, uh, that guy is. Really, something. Have you seen him speak? Did you see him at Not the debate? Not much. Oh, it's crazy. He's a. Is he from Michigan or something? Where is he from? He's like a billionaire, you know, who didn't. He wasn't a politician, but some billionaire love that. guy. But uh, yeah. <laughs> you're already in. <laughs> I love it. But he's shake like, up the establishment. Very smooth, organized, man. Very smooth talking. But the craziest thing at the debate was he just took. Chris Christie called him out on it. He just took one of Obama's like most iconic lines, which was like, I'm just a skinny guy on stage with a weird name. Like when Obama said that, that was like, uh, like you can't, oh, yeah. he just said that exact line for applause. And then <laughs> Chris Christie's like, this guy just stole Obama's line. We might as well yeah, just have like, chat PT candidates. You know what I mean? That's what Chris Christie said. He said, this guy sounds like chat GPT. Oh, wow. wow Jersey. From a Jersey guy. The, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know how to zing. <laughs> um, well, excellent stuff. Congrats on that. And we'll be right back with the movie chart. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. But Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. My name is H. Michael Cray, and I'm here with my guest. Megan Keister. And Brett. And this is the movie chart. <laughs> Movies, they used to be too silent. Nowadays, they're too loud and violent. 
but most of them I am not a client. People on the big screen are freaking giant. Movies. All right. Let's see what's bringing them into theaters on this very special week for movies. I'm going to be talking about some topical events that erupted throughout the nation. Whoa. All right. Coming in at number five. Number five. Oppenheimer. It's on its way out of the charts. Say your goodbyes. Well, the trailer just spoiled the whole thing. There's a there's apparently bomb at the end. Oh. Jesus. I mean that'd be like a porn beginning with a with a bomb <laughs> <Yeah>. shot. <laughs> what are we doing there? I'm paying fifteen dollars to watch this. <laughs> we already know what happened. Um Hey, well, congrats on that. Hey, did you guys hear that Sunday was National Cinema Day? I saw her, I saw her a sign for it, and it was already on Sunday. I was like, I bet we can't fucking get tickets anywhere. Because yeah, it was $4 everywhere, right? Yeah, really? you may be glad you didn't. There was $4 tickets bringing the youth out to theaters where brawls erupted throughout the nation. Is that right? Just, yes, on both coasts and in the Midwest. The National Cinema Day brawls as they try to bring America back to the theaters and all, and they wound up, uh, I guess, amassing a lot of people who had no intention to go to the movies or maybe couldn't get tickets because it's sold out. And then all that's left to do is to well, uh, brawl. Wait, so is it so is it like a like a musical chairs type of thing? Like you have to show up to the theaters and then fight for these four dollar tickets? No, but I, like- I I would think that because there's four dollar tickets, they probably sell out a lot. And then there's kids okay. just hanging around with nothing right. to do but fight. Right. But I'm, a lot of <laughs> all kinds of things could happen. But there was fights in L.A. There was fights in SF. That's crazy. There was fights in Indiana. There was fights in Boston, New York. It was just nice. Kind of like the flash mobs. I guess people copy each other and decide to do these things. I don't know. I would rather watch the fight outside than most of the movies. Oh, hell yeah. 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 One of the best viewing experiences, to be honest. Yeah, you you might get your own movie that gets you a lot of viewers, (laughs) like the the Riverboat Melee. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Oh, one of them TikTok movies. Yeah. Yeah. World Star. Damn. But uh, there was a great eyewitness account. There was a woman who worked at the Red Robin, and she said there was people all over the stairwell. The fight started at AMC. Shout out to AMC. Uh, they go back with us. But uh, <laughs> give them a second chance, gang. If you got beat up out there, pick a different one and uh, enjoy the movies. Coming in at number four. Number four. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. We have a very important mission for tonight. We must I didn't realize Seth Rogen was involved with this. To infiltrate the human I didn't realize it came out. Yeah. And I'm yeah. just thinking, God, I'm so grateful for this strike. Because I don't have to see jack shit about people standing on a step and repeat for the new fucking Turtles movie. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to like see somebody tweet like, "Oh my God, I'm so proud to have worked on the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie." Right. Oh my God. It. Oh my God. It was an honor. So many talented people making those turtles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, the product still 
hits the theaters. I mean, I love and, it, um, and, I, and I'm just I have I have no out. idea. I keep it coming, baby. I hope the strike lasts forever. This could be maybe what caused a lot of those brawls. Is you know they're like mm. people amped up to see the turtles fight, and then they don't get in. So it makes yeah. sense that they would start their own. Yeah, they already these are brought, teenagers. Yeah. They already brought their improvised weapons to celebrate the turtles. Yeah, teenagers yeah. with improvised weapons, gang against <laughs> gang. Life imitates art. Coming in at number three. Number three. Gran Turismo. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Oh, shut up! I'm not missing my race. Oh, I'm going to my dad's car. The caption says, this actually happened. See the insane true story of Gran Turismo. Whoa. It actually happened that a guy said he was going to puke? <laughs> cool. It's weird because there's a video game series called this, so I just expected it to be a, a video game adapt adaptation. But uh, It sounds like it is. No? Uh, unbelievably true story of a team of unlikely underdogs, a struggling working class gamer... A failed former race car driver <laughs> and an idealistic motorsport executive. Working Whoa. class gamer. Yeah. <laughs> it's the new wow. working class dog. Yeah. That's what's at number three. <laughs> All right. Coming in at number two. Number two. Blue Beetle. This is about what if the Beatles became the Blue Man Group. Whoa. That's two iconic forms of IP. Yeah. Maybe that would have killed. But done better than Beatlemania, the Broadway show. <laughs> uh, exciting that they were able to find another thing to make a superhero out of. This time, yeah. it's the Blue Beetle. <laughs> and he's busy... Doing the, uh, who I don't made know how this and what is it? I think it's DC. It's a DC. Ah, sure. That's why superhero. no one cares. It's a DC thing. Yeah. yeah. And I read last week what the Blue Beetles' powers were, and it was oh, yeah. just shooting beams out of his hands. I believe. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you like know, the beetle. classic Beetle move. <laughs> yeah. Like a Beetle, but blue. He shoots things out of his hands. Uh, I bet there's. A couple listeners who are very angry about that, about dismissing the great blue beetle, oh, well, favorite let us know. comic book character. Yeah. Tell oh, us titty. what, tell us how we screwed it up. Yeah. Tweet out his life. There's, <laughs> um, there's always a couple guys who are very ang angry Marvel protectors. They Love should. these movies. All right. Yeah. Coming in. yeah. It's a, it's a bad world. Get yeah. used to it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Coming in at number one. Number one. Barbie. Yeah, the tracks. Now the biggest Warner Brothers movie worldwide of all time. Mm -hmm. Wow. What was the previous? Do, do you know? Uh, Looney Tunes, some shorts. Some Looney <laughs> Tunes shorts. Have you seen this one, Megan? You know, and I have. Um, didn't see it opening weekend. Didn't see it the second weekend or the third or even the fourth. I saw it recently. Okay. 
um, went to drove to Agora and saw it with a friend of mine who lives in Malibu who wanted to see it. Nobody would wow. see it with her. Really took one for the team. And um, so you helped put it on the charts this week. I I might have. Yeah. I actually might have. Yeah. I we both watched it. We're both adult women, and uh, we said to each other, "I don't think we're the we're not the target demographic for this." Oh, movie. really? This I thought movie. it was precisely I, for. I think it's for children. Okay. I think it's for, I, well. It should be. I for thought children. it was for like Female millennial children. women. I like, th- there's a lot of the humor is yeah. uh, focused on my demographic. However, you know. I know what feminism is. Sure. I know what patriarchy is. Yeah, you don't, I don't need to be need, taught this. Right. I don't need Noah Baumbach refreshing me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's more for a beginner to get indoctrinated into the world's ideas. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> the yeah, there's, not, there's, there's nothing bad about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's just not. It's not challenging. It's it like, wasn't. Yeah, it didn't uh, didn't do much for me. If you yeah. already know how to be woke and stuff, then there's nothing new it taught you. Should have just watched Lady Bird again. You know what I mean? Yes. Would have had a better time watching Lady Bird again. Right now, the, she's the, out of uh, Austin, Texas. A lot of great music. The previous record holder for uh, Warner Brothers movies were, was Harry Dom- Potter and the oh. Deathly Hallows. Wow. Yeah, 2011. Well, I did learn this a week that also Invasion Maybe. USA, Chuck Norris, 1985, is <laughs> second only to Gone with the Wind on MGM, DVD, and VHS. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. It's done better than that anything else besides Gone with People love it. It's perfect uh, jingoistic. You know, America's getting invaded by ninjas, and yeah. Chuck Norris is going to fight them off, so... Exciting stuff. I, I mean, the country doesn't change that much. <laughs> the stuff comes and people flock to see it. It's exploitation. We should go through a DVD chart at some point. Ooh. I'd like that. Yeah. Mm. Um. All right. Well, that was number one. That was number one. That's what's bringing them back. And uh, congratulations if you were able to get a $4 ticket for the National Cinema Day Brawls. Uh, let us know. Uh, if Did you see a movie? Did you crack some heads? Keep us posted. And we'll be right back with the Hot Picks. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The hot picks. The hot picks. The third chart is the hot picks, and the countdown's about to start. Let's see who bought a hot pick, and let's see who did not. The hot picks. The hot picks. These are the hot picks on this scorching week of heat, late August. 2023, we'll see if we did better than iHeartRadio. Perhaps we did. All right, coming in at number five. Number five. Howard's first hot pick. This is Liza Ann with Cheerleader. Touched on you, queen, you're killing me. You're looking so independent. 
That's catchy. Yeah. They remind me of uh, like Minneapolis funk, like when Prince yeah. was producing Apollonia and stuff. And then they also sound like the waitresses. But uh, yeah. good, they did a good job bringing back that sound. thought it kind of sounded like St. Vincent, but different. Yeah. I yeah. thought it was her. St. Vincent, who also has a song called, well, Cheerleader. She oh, does? Really? Yeah. Wow. Maybe she's using a nom de plume. She re-released it as Liza Ann. It also had the same, the start of the same riff as uh, We Got the Funk. Dum, 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 oh, yeah. We dum, got dum, dum, the funk. Yeah. A we little simply bit have derivative. to have this funk. Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Celebratory. Well, they have it. Yeah. Um, no, that was good. Super catchy. Um, right on. Coming in number four. Coming in at number four. Number four. This is a new Peter Gabriel song. I'm just picking one at random because I was just listening to some of the new stuff and it was all good, like very surprisingly good. This one's called Panopticom Dark Side Mix. We'll see if this Whoa. one's good. He does a cool thing where he has a dark side and a light side mix of all of his new songs. Ooh. And he's giving like it to side. two different mixers, and they both sound completely different. Um, it's a good idea for an album. Let's pick this one up. Cloud takes its form. Let's hear the bright side mix. It's called bright side. Um, let's see. maybe this one's better. There you go. I mean, that's solid, Peter Gabriel. Yeah. That one sounds a little bit more boring than some of the stuff I was listening to, but check out well, the new Peter Gabriel. It I sounds like Peter Gabriel. It's great. I could understand him being sad. He hasn't banged Rosanna Arquette in about 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you are completely frozen. Your video is frozen, by the way, but mm -hmm. your your sound is coming through loud and clear. But uh, That's the same for me on the thing. Yeah, my video stopped, okay. but I can hear you guys great. Interesting. Um, all right, coming in at number three. Number three. This is Megan's pick. This is Sparkle Horse with Listening to the Higsons. I'm giving you guys a figure right now. <laughs> I can hear it. <laughs> I think his microphone is busted. Mine? No, the guy singing this.
looks good. It's on yeah. anti. New Sparkle Horse album coming out. September. Nice job. Some bleeding distortions, some good harmony. Good mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, whoa, whoa. Coming in at number two. Number two. Um, this is No Name with Namesake. This is my pick, but I honestly don't even remember what the song was. We'll see. You could cry me a metaphor, megaphone, screaming out, dream about revolution, that pollution, same solution, socialism. They ain't really fucking with my niggas, though. Off the grid, we just build a community garden. Off the grid, you could be a march around here, settle down here. We could love, love, travel to the motherland and learn about what was. If the world don't budge, then eat me out, sweetie. I want to smile tonight. I only got one lap around the sun, and he going down tonight. Yeah, yeah, so maybe I'm going down, too. Yo, maybe I'm going down, too. Yo, I never need no man. I got a little bit of love and a couple of friends. Picture me rolling up the blood in the South of Sudan. Yo, I never need no man. Right on. No. Lyrics Yo, to go. I never need no man. I got a little bit of yeah. love and a couple of friends. Picture me rolling up the blood. She seemed like a weirdo, and I kind of liked she, it. Nice a little flirt. strange. Doesn't need a man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, was in that, I was in that mood when I was listening to it. I was like, I don't need no man. I don't need no man. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, coming in at number one. Oh, number one. This is a country song. Um, so you guys got to guess what it's about. Okay. All right. But it's Hannah Dasher. That what? Thing You Like. And um, I'll let you okay. guess. And I'll give you, then I'll give you some more background. Well, that Thing You Like. She's talking about uh, probably something she does sexually right, with her partner. Like a, a pinky going somewhere. Something with her mouth. I think it's a mouth thing. Oh, okay. Okay, mouth thing. Um, That's well, Megan's try. guess. What I'm about thi- you, Okay, maybe it's just like uh, she's making him uh, mini corn dogs or something. Or like pigs <laughs> in a blanket. Ah, <laughs> oh, that thing you like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I will tell you this song is uh, one of my favorites for the country of the year. It's perfectly executed. And uh, I guess that's all I can really say. Well, let's let's listen through from the beginning. Let's see how you guys did. All right, here we go. Ain't gonna cause a scene like a crazy ex-girlfriend. Why don't we have a drink? Talk about your new boyfriend. I don't need to know. You two got together I know you know him good but Girl, I know him better Ooh, you can't hang on to a dollar Ooh, you can't let go of his mama Never was much of a lover Till I got him under the covers Remember when Taught him that thing you like. Wow. <laughs> wow. It's perfect. I'm telling you, this narrative is so clean. She it's just gets clean. right into so it. Clean. It's like a Dolly Parton tune. She <laughs> and she goes, I'm not gonna cause a scene like some jealous ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Let's have a drink and talk about your new boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and then if if you look at the cover art, she crushed it. She's she's dressed up like uh, 
like Dolly Parton in the best little whorehouse in Texas. Mm. And she's got the she's got the Burt Reynolds centerfold behind her and her hair is teased up all big. But uh, that song is uh, really well done. So check Biden. that out if you want. Hannah Perfect. Dasher with that thing you like. It's such a good cutting. So it was, it, yeah, it's good because it, it it was obviously going to be like a sexual move, but we didn't see it coming. Where it was, like yeah, about her th- the things she liked. She taught. She, yeah, taught, she taught that. Him. Yeah. Basically, she taught him how to eat. Exactly. Pussy. Yeah. <laughs> you would think. I what mean, we're talking about on country radio. We have to assume there yeah. are other moves besides that uh, that she could have taught him. <laughs> I've I lived in the South. I I uh, I mated with the Southerners. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's there's other things going on down there. Got it. It still could have been pigs in a blanket. <laughs> absolutely, yeah, absolutely. She tied him out of cook it. Yeah. My frozen picture looks like I'm a professional disc jockey. Of I know. Kind. It really it does. It's really, it's it's really hard to look at that and, and hear <laughs> yeah. the and different like, things coming out of it. I can't uh, sell anything I say with a smile. It's just <laughs> right. have to trust that I was kidding. Uh, well, you guys did great on that. Congratulations on uh, your work here today, Megan. Thank you so much for coming out. Uh, Do you want to send people to any uh, websites or projects or live shows? Uh, My personal website, inoffensivecomedian.com. I will update later today with dates of shows I will be doing in Los Angeles, California in the near future. Right on, right on. (laughs) Good job. And everybody check out Grift Horse. It's the... Really one of the only comedic podcasts that can earn and save you money on a weekly mm-hmm. basis. Check it mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, Very cool. I guess I'll see you tomorrow. Yes, tomorrow we are set to record another great episode of Kiss My Griff. <laughs> <laughs> I have many stories and tales for you from the Fantastic. world of Griffs this week. Love that. And I'll start. Yeah, we got a, a major announcement over on uh, Improv for Humans this week, and I don't want to blow it on this show, but just make sure to listen Jeez, to Improv thanks. for Humans tomorrow. It'll be coming out tomorrow. All that would right. be, you know, it'd be messed up of me to to blow oh, it yeah. early like that. But shout uh, out to the gang over there! Congratulations on whatever it may be. And um, and uh, for this show, you can go to whochartedpod.com. And support us directly, subscribe to the tier of your choosing, and you get tons of bonus content, the entire archives, two charted every single week, and uh, and you, you'll you feel good about it. Feel good about it. Tell a friend. And uh, check out Drop Date Duel. Have a summer.com slash shop. Heck of Austin Stories DVD. DVD. <laughs> and, or I have a t- summer T-shirt. Jesus Christ. Thank you. And we will see you right here next week on Who Who Charted. 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 Charted.